It was the Infantil podcast before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring except in my blouse. And I don't even know why it made me uncomfortable. I don't know any words that rhyme with uncomfortable. Welcome back to the Infantil podcast. <laughs> this is uh, Beatmaster Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I could ask ChatGPT to give me some words that rhyme with uncomfortable. What does rhyme with uncomfortable? It's got me wondering. I was about to like finish it, and I was like, I don't know what rhymes with uncomfortable. I don't know. Let me see. I'm gonna ask ChatGPT. I had ChatGPT pulled up just a minute ago. I was looking at um, oh, well, something else. I wonder if it would just like all the things that rhyme with table, which isn't accurate to me. Comfortable, so affordable, affordable, no. affordable kind of does it. I don't think so. Um, checking port- portable portable makes me uncomfortable as I'm sitting here making rhymes with my portable uncomfortable it was uncomfortable durable portable formidable desirable how is desirable rhyme with uncomfortable it's rhyming the above admirable memorable Comparable, miserable, considerable, yeah. inseparable. See, the thing is, it'd be comfort, uh, comfort, like comfort. Yeah, the emphasis is on the fort, right? So the rhyme needs to be on the fort. Yeah. You need it, so you can't, the ubble needs to rhyme as well, but you need the fort to rhyme. So the portable is probably the most. Which I came up with before ChatGPT. Well, so you know, thank you. Only because it didn't have ChatGPT pulled up just yet. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, How many people do you think are out there like writing their podcast scripts now using ChatGPT? You think that's a people thing? People writing podcast scripts? I'm, I'm fucking, I'm sure of it. There's got to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here thinking like, people write this thing? It's like, it's like the, the panels, the meme where it's like, I use ChatGPT to write my podcast. I use, a, I hire a writer to write my podcast. I write my podcast on my own. And we're over here like, y'all writing your podcast? <laughs> Wait a minute, you plan this shit out? <laughs> <laughs> we got to put that, we got to uh, get that meme format and put together something. <laughs> we just, just said and put it as the picture for this podcast. We just decided what we were going to talk about like two minutes ago. So, well, we did, but we also, it's going to be things that we, some of it is stuff we wanted to talk about for a while. And some of it is, um new stuff that's come out since adam and i last talked we have been very busy end of year stuff has been busy we we always say this so welcome to the life of being an adult who has to have jobs and do things yeah it sucks yeah it sucks sucks. yeah no um but yeah anyway we i do eventually want to get back to to doing podcasts about stuff that's not pop culture, games, music, that kind of stuff. But so there's like more philosophical and this might be like the gateway, the gateway to that. This is, this is good. What we're talking about today is going to get into philosophical. We are going to talk about some important, you know, news of the JP uh, fandom. Jurassic if you don't park. know what JP fandom is, it is the Jurassic Park, which why in the world of they call it like a version of it, Jurassic Ark, or they're like on an arc. What? I don't know what I'm thinking here. Isn't there like Ark? Noah's Ark? Isn't there a thing called Ark? 
um, a video game series called Ark where it's I have no idea. about dinosaurs. Am I making this up? I don't know. Let's ask ChatGPT. <laughs> we could <laughs> just ask Google on this. This is the easy thing. But anyway. Uh, but really what we want to talk about today is what I, what I, uh, I'm actually got a whole stack of stuff over to the side of me because I want to yeah. do a video companion on this, a short video companion, believe it or not. I still occasionally do videos. Arc survival evolved is what it's called. Is it about oh, dinosaurs? It yeah, it is about dinosaurs. I knew something kind of, it's like robotic dinosaurs with guns and bow and arrow and there's some weird uh other like monsters anyway it's just a monster this sounds, a, this sounds a lot like um horizon zero dawn or forbidden west i don't know what should i about talk this. about video games that are early <laughs> so here's the so you know horizon which if you don't know what horizon forbidden west or zero dawn is it's because those games come out and immediately after the game of the year comes out. It's happened to them twice. Mm -hmm. The first game came out and these are great games from what I hear. I've never played them. I don't have a PlayStation and I think they're PlayStation exclusives. I could be wrong on that, but the first one came out like February 28th, 2017. Then on March 3rd, 2017, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild came out. So, so got no it had like three days of people talking about it, and then no one talked about it again for a long time. And of course, Breath of the Wild won game of the year. Then last year, I think it was, it came, I don't know the timeline on last year. It came out, and then like a few days later, Elden Ring came out. Uh, yeah. And everybody talked about Elden Ring. Like, it was so talked about. It reminded me a lot of like how Breath of the Wild was talked about in like 2017. And it was just talked about all the time. And so every time ever there's the joke in the video game world is like, can't wait for the next horizon game to come out. So we'll find the game of the year just a few days later. Well, it's like in music, you don't drop on the same day as Taylor Swift or Eminem because yeah. if you do that, then you might as well just forget about it. Sometimes it's wild when I see like when they're these dropping, like, I don't know why they dropped on the same, like right beside Elden Ring when it's literally Elden Ring and, Horizon, I think, came out on the same platform. It's not like Breath of the Wild versus Horizon, where they're on two very different platforms. So you think it'd be two very different game uh, people who would be playing it. But if you have two games dropping on the same day on the same platforms, Elden Ring was definitely going to win. It was uh, from the Dark Souls people. I mean, Zelda games are definitely going to win out because it's Nintendo hype. Yeah. Let's but talk for a minute about like games. I got some gaming stuff I want to talk about real quick. We're going to get into our main topic here in just a few minutes, but I got some, I got, I got some things in my mind that I want to get off my chest here. Things in your mind you want to get off your chest. The main thing I want to say is, well, okay. The Jurassic Park, the Jurassic Park survival game looks amazing and is way overdue. So I'm looking forward to playing it. So if you haven't seen the trailer for that, go watch the trailer for that. Um, I don't even think I really yeah. knew that. I just wanted to say it. But. It was very funny because I'm like watching the game awards, which, yeah, I do that. I'm the type of person. Who oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. And I'm like texting Adam, like in the middle of like, uh, new Jurassic Park game being announced right now. <laughs> yeah, I popped onto it. And I was like, oh, okay. 
I thought, I thought, oh, great, another park builder or whatever. It's going to be whatever. Yeah, when I texted you, I didn't even know what it was. Like, yeah. it hadn't, it was doing all the build up stuff. And I was like, that's Jurassic Park. Adam. <laughs> yeah. So they actually, I think what they did was if you watch the Jurassic Park movie, the, the 1993 original one, there's a scene where they're like on like a little kind of tour of the building. And there's a scene where they're showing like the scientists at work, right? So, um, there's in the background there's one female scientist like just in the background for like a split second and i think that's the character that they're pulling to make to, to have it be the main be the character for this survival game so it's good they're tying in there's a lot of details that, in the trailer that tie in very well with the movie so yeah i saw some of that stuff that reminded me of the 93 movie uh but yeah I didn't, that's kind of cool because it's like yeah we're gonna take this person who you know nothing about except yeah. that she exists. Yeah. We're going to build her into yeah. a character. Yeah, which is good that they're, they're they're doing that and they're they're following the lore because the worst thing about like um, there was in 2013 they put out uh, the Telltale game, the Jurassic Park of the game, which was very played very like loose with the lore, like the the what some of the characters that had overlap with the movie didn't look like they were the same character as from the movie like uh dr harding had like a mustache when in the movie he didn't or maybe it's the other way around but anyway um dr harding was the was the guy who, who was like in the movie he was the one who was like attending to the triceratops the sick triceratops if you remember that okay. but so there's a lot of like inconsistencies um with that game so hopefully with this game they they stay true to the to the lore and uh they pull out some things because there are some dinosaurs that are mentioned in jurassic park that don't actually make an appearance in, in the movie so hopefully they, they do make an appearance in this game um yeah so. not the we made up a saurus saurus no not the not not the, not the not the jurassic world um we the, the hybridosaurus times two you know every movie had a hybridosaurus so yeah i was um, like oh come on you can't keep doing this. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay. So this game is called. What game? What are you talking about? The new Jurassic Park Survival. It's called Jurassic Park Survival. Oh man, it is. It is so new that if you Wikipedia, go to Wikipedia and go to Jurassic Park Survival, it goes to a canceled 2001 game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which is supposed to be, I think, for Jurassic Park 3, if I remember correctly. Anyway. I was trying to see who who is uh, who, who is making this. But I don't know. I don't know who the developer is on this. Uh, I know who it is. I can't remember off the top of my head. Anyway, let's get off. Let's get off that. I want to say one more thing. Okay. Bethesda. Let's do Bethesda keeps keeps fucking up. It's, it's really irritating because they've had they have some of the best franchises. They have Fallout. They have Elder Scrolls. They gave us Fallout seventy six, which is a living nightmare, and they keep adding to it. Um, and I have zero interest in playing any of the DLC or anything they go with Fallout seventy six. But they were supposed to deliver the the next gen update for Fallout Four before the end of the year, 
and they, they delayed it till next year. And it really irritates me because this studio has the best IPs in all of media, really, with Fallout. And yet, they just can't seem to stop fucking it up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and so it ties into like the next thing I was going to talk about, which is the Fallout, the Fallout TV show. Did you watch the trailer for that? I have watched the trailer. I wanted you to react to the trailer. I, I was like texting you, messaging you, like react, react, and I think you're traveling or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll give you my thoughts on the trailer now. I need you to give your thoughts while watching the trailer as well. So I need you to do both. Oh, fine. All right. But Called quick thoughts. Content. <laughs> All right. We could do that. But like, I don't want it. I can't do it by myself. So we need to do it together. Um, but. All right, you know what? I'll save my comments for, for doing that. I'll just say okay. there, are, there, there are some issues. Um, okay, just tell, generally, what is, on a scale of one to five, what is your hype for this show? Oh, like a four with caveats. And that is, there's some lore-breaking mistakes that I can already see in the trailer. And there's a lot of, like, curious decisions that they made, like, there's a, uh, an overseer revolt that's a Cyclops. There's never been a Cyclops in Fallout before. So I don't know where that mutation came from, but it doesn't line up with any previously established Fallout lore. Um, but anyway, could you lore dropping, boys? <laughs> so we'll see how it turns out. And we can react to the, to the trailer. Like I said, we'll do that. But. I was looking up something I was trying to find where I heard about um, it was the people who I think worked on New Vegas or one of the persons who worked Obsidian. on New Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Where he was talking on Twitter or X or whatever that place is called these days. Yeah. Um, it, talking about um, how Bethesda didn't want them to make a New Vegas type game for anything else, even though they tried like to do a spinoff in other places. Well, they're but really I can't, stingy I can't. with they're, they're really stingy and, and, and capitalistic with that, but there, it doesn't make any sense with the, some of the decisions that are being made, but they are it, putting it on the West coast, which is Bethesda has never done anything on the West coast with fallout before. Oh, so they are putting it on the, on the West coast. But so. when you watch the trailer, it's very heavily emphasizing the Brotherhood of Steel as like the main power faction. Um, and it's kind of like the, the law and order. The Brotherhood of Steel has never had any interest in law and order. Their interest is strictly in uh, hoarding technology so that they can't get into quote unquote the wrong hands. They've never been a law and order uh, faction. The law and order faction of the West Coast is at this point should be the NCR, the New California Republic. But the NCR is not mentioned at all in the trailer whatsoever, even though the territory that the, 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 the show is supposed to take place in is the West Coast. It's Los Angeles. There's no mention of the Boneyard. The Boneyard is supposed to be where, like in Fallout 2, the, bone, the Boneyard is Los Angeles. That's what they called it. It was a, it's established, uh, it's an established um, city in the, in the, in the show. In the trailer, it shows Los Angeles being like a desolate wasteland, but that's not how Fallout 2 depicted Los Angeles. Los Angeles was a settlement in Fallout 2, not a desolate wasteland. 
So hmm. there's some inconsistencies. Unless something happened between the time that Fallout 2 takes place and the time the show takes place. Because the, the show is supposed to be canon to the games. So they have to explain what happened. So the show could just be like, oh, this is like a thousand years into the future. No. Well, it's supposed, to be, it's supposed to be like 20 years later or something like that. Oh. But um, yeah, so... And they're like, season two, we'll tell you what it is. And since it's Amazon money, we should have a season two because they will throw money at anything. Yeah. Try to convince us that it's worth having. There's one, there's one, uh, like frame in the, in the, in the trailer that shows the flag of the NCR. So they're around somehow, but I think that flag is in a vault. So I don't, unless you're like a fallout nerd like me, this probably doesn't mean anything to you, but I'll just, Suffice to say, there are some issues already, um, but I'm still looking forward to it to see how badly they screw it up or how well they do. Uh, speaking of live action uh, uh, adaptations, uh, Zelda supposed to be getting one of those. I have no thoughts on it because there's no trailer coming out. I'll do the same thing when the Zelda trailer comes out. I'll be the nerd person nerding out and telling you what everything's supposed to be. Zelda does not have a overarching lore though, the same way Fallout does. Uh, people want to believe it does. It does not. Yeah. Every game is independent. They don't even care. If you play Breath of the Wild and you play Tears of the Kingdom, uh, there's a good chance you may not realize that those are actually sequels to each other because right. they're so independent of each other. Yeah, and that's the way Zelda works. Uh, so I will not be mad at most of the lore unless a few things happen. TBD on that one, but they are going to come out with another Mario movie too. Well, yeah, Mario doesn't <laughs> have a lore either. Like Mario's lore is the biggest thing about Mario that makes sense is that it's all a stage play. It's all there are a bunch of actors just having fun. Like that was a theory a long time ago, and it's well, that's what Mario partially... Three is confirmed to be. Yes, so yeah. Miyamoto did confirm, and you can look this up. And I actually made a video last year, I think, about the warp whistles in Mario 3, where I do show a snippet of this. On Nintendo UK in 2015 for the Super Mario Maker coming out, they asked, and Miyamoto shook his head yes. That's all yeah. he did, was yeah. shook his head yes. Yeah. Uh, and it was just like some fun little things about it, but he did say it's a stage play. Uh, that theory had been going on for a while, and if you look at it, though, it's not like they can it's not like oh there's this theory and they're like yeah we'll go with it it looks like they actually made it a stage play and so there's there is some mario lore uh that kind of may exist that yeah. either you could take the super mario brothers 3 or the super mario galaxy mindsets of how why the the same stuff keeps happening in different ways yeah Maybe we maybe we'll have to talk about the the three versus galaxy methods of explaining the lore. Well, not right now. Let's no, get to our main right topic. Can we get to our main topic now. Let's get to our main topic, which is um, witches. What if, what if what if it was witches? We can talk about, about witches. I don't mind talking about witches. I don't. I don't have anything to say about witches. Oh, okay. Well, which witch? Let's, let's uh, we're physical media. That's what we're talking about. Today. Physical media. Right now, I am holding a physical game that Adam can see. It's Blossom Tales. I love this game. It's a Zelda-like. They came out on Steam in like 2018, and then it came out 
on the Switch in 2019, I think. And I have a physical copy of it that I got from Limited to Run Games. And there's a reason for that. So let's get into why I, why we care about physical media and why you should too. I'll tell you why we care about it. Because we're elder millennials who grew up in an age where when we had Super Nintendos and CD players and VHS decks, we, we had no other choice but to use physical media. We used to record our music videos onto VHS and play them back. At least, at least I did, uh, off of MTV during PRL, and uh, we used to go to we used to go buy DVDs and cassette tapes, and now now vinyl records, and uh, you know it's just we're we're ingrained with that mentality. That's why we enjoy physical media. Yeah, the only reason vinyl exists is because of Gen X and millennials who are like, I want phys- old physical media back. It wasn't the people who bought vinyl growing up. Yeah. 70-year-olds did not bring vinyl back. It was people who never had vinyl ever before suddenly yeah. wanted vinyl. Because yeah. they wanted to nostalgic for a time we didn't that we didn't live in. I don't think it's just about nostalgia. I think so this gives into like the larger my larger argument about physical media. I have a few different points that, that I can make about it. The first thing I want to make is streaming sucks. Um, streaming sucks because there are, and this isn't like a, you know, I'm not, I'm not dropping any like bombs of knowledge over here. This is a commonly common argument. It's uh, it's what there, there are too many options. And when you're trying to find the thing that you want, you have to go through too many different uh, hoops just to get to the thing that you want. Um, and the thing that you want may not even be on any streaming platform because it could be some obscure thing that may not even exist on a streaming platform. That's just for like movies and TV shows. Yeah. For, for games, it's different. But So recently, we were going through all our media stuff at my house mm-hmm. and like getting rid of a bunch of stuff. And our initial thought was we're just going to get rid of it all. We don't yeah. need any physical like DVDs or CDs anymore. We're just going to get rid of it all except for like the collectibles like... I'm going to keep my jars of clay CDs. I'm going to keep my video games. Yeah. Those are, I knew like video games. I've been very much about keeping physical. And so we're going to do this. And then we saw the HBO max stuff or max or whatever it's called, where they're just dumping off stuff off their streaming platform to where it goes into oblivion. It basically cannot be found anywhere else. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, we got to keep this physical media because if we don't, it doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Every time there's a good thing that I like, if it's like, for example, the last of us TV show, right? So when that became available to purchase on Blu-ray, I bought it on Blu-ray because I don't know, maybe after five years, HBO max becomes something else. And then that show gets lost into oblivion. You know, just like what you said. So, there are very few yeah. things that I actually enjoy, very few franchises I actually enjoy throughout all media. So the ones that I do, I'll buy. I buy every season of South Park on DVD. I bought all the streaming war specials and all the COVID specials and everything, all that stuff. I bought that on on, uh, on DVD because I don't know, especially with South Park, they're going through so many different contract negotiations with Paramount Plus and with HBO and everything else. You don't know where that stuff's going to wind up. It used to be just available on their website, 
like every episode used to just be available on the website. Then they moved over to Netflix. Then they went to Hulu. Then they went to God knows where. It's just too much to keep track of. Yeah, and it's and yeah, whoever owns it, whoever owns it at that moment, can do whatever they want with it. And it might be cheaper for that streamer to shelf it than to spend money to take up the space. Because something we have to remember is it takes up space to hold this media. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's really important for them as they like growing like Netflix, Max, all these places are growing and what they are holding. They can only hold so much. And man, uh, I just saw a thing on uh, storage of media. Uh, a great video by if you ever watched the YouTuber Jacob Geller. Mm-mm. He did my video of the year last year, uh, which was every year, every Zelda game is the darkest or something like that. Mm. Um, it was a video we made and then it got deleted because uh, we had some audio problems with it. So we never put it out. <laughs> our end of the year special on all our stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So, he did one like, how can we bear to throw anything away? I think was the name of it. And you look it up and, and it was, it was talking about like trying to hold on to not just physical, but digital media, um, like the internet archive, which is so important. And that's where I go a lot of times when I'm trying to find something like old magazines that you just can't find anymore. Yeah. Or old video game stuff that you can't find anymore that I'm doing like research. That's what I call it because I, I, I buy stuff and I get stuff so I can do research for videos I never put out. Uh, and, but it just takes up so much space and it's becoming a problem that we got to delete a bunch of the stuff. We're going to lose a bunch of things. You can't hold on to it all. I gave up eight seasons of Monk DVDs. <laughs> well, because I, mean, I realized that's not what I care about. I kept my Psych DVDs because I love Psych a lot more than I love Monk. Another thing that I don't know if we've talked about, why I have a physical copy of Blossom Tales and Blossom Tales 2. Actually, I actually have two physical copies of Blossom Tales 2 because here's the thing. Uh, when you, it's indie studios, support them any way you can. So I own, I bought Blossom Tales and Blossom Tales 2 five times. Really? Overall. I bought the digital first on both mm. of them. Like when Blossom Tales 2 first came out, I bought it in digital full price. And then I bought two physical copies because there's two different physical copy versions. I was like, I'm going to buy them both because I'm going to support this company and hopefully they can make a Blossom Tales 3. Don't yeah. know if they will. But anyway, I have this because a few months ago, I bought a new Switch. I wanted to get a few months ago. It's been like half a year. It's been over a half a year at this point. I bought a Switch back in like May. Mm-hmm. The Zelda Tears of the Kingdom Switch. The mm-hmm. Switch OLED. Because my Switch I knew would not run Tears of the Kingdom. It, it was a day one purchase. Like the first, I got it on March 3rd and all that. 2017. So I was moving everything over from my old Switch to my new Switch. Well, I didn't sign into my account. I, I, uns- I signed out on my old Switch and signed into my new Switch. I didn't have to do that, but I did that. I was like, I'll just have like this backup switch that isn't signed into anything so people I can play it, whatever. And then I go to play one of my digital games that I bought. I bought a lot of digital games on my Switch. And it said, you cannot play this game. Why? I bought the game 
I downloaded on my Switch, but because I wasn't signed into my account, my Nintendo account where I bought the game through on that Switch anymore, it said I, I did not have access to play that game. That's annoying. But guess what? Guess what I could play? Any game I had a physical version of, I put the cart into my that yeah. Switch and it played it automatically. Yeah. The and it played the updated versions of it as long as it was like free updates. Like yeah. uh so yes, so it was very strange. I learned like you have to when you buy a digital store purchase on like new consoles at least. I don't know about old I don't think on old consoles you have this. Uh you have to be logged into that account. My question that I kind of wondered is, what happens if I don't ever try to get on the internet? Well, at what point of not being having the switch connected to the internet can I not play those games anymore? Yeah, yeah. Like, what happens if I lose that account? Like, you just I can't can be logged in. You, yeah. you, 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 you have to be. You have to be logged in. This it is online all the time, basically. Yeah. The same Which as the Xbox. Yeah. yeah. It has a, it has a very similar feel. I don't think it's actually that way. There must be another way around it that they're doing it. I'm guessing it's as long as you're logged into that account, and that's and you don't un- log out of that account when you're offline. If you stay offline forever, it will still say it connects. But I don't know if that's how it works. Yeah, because I don't know they they don't I don't know all the details on this, but I do know is like yeah those digital games are temporary yeah 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 because i mean think think about um when you had the the 3ds or the wii or the wii u you didn't have the wii u i didn't have a wii u but but the whenever you downloaded digital content or like nintendo club content the only way to actually access that stuff anymore is to still have that uh, device that has that content on it. Yes. Yeah. I'm one of the things I was doing What I, one of the, I said I was working on a physical media video. I'm also working on like how to play Zelda games, video, like how you play these. And, um, I've been moving all my stuff around and I can't find my 3ds anywhere. It's somewhere in here. I'm looking around. I just don't know where it is. I hope, uh, but that 3DS I have has a version of Four Swords that can only be gotten on the 3DS. They released it twice. I did not have a 3DS the first time, but I did the second time they released it. And uh, it's the Four Swords 25th Anniversary Edition, 25th Anniversary of Nintendo, I mean, of The Legend of Zelda, not of Four Swords, even though we are coming up on the 25th. Not important. Um, but um, that's the only place you can get this game and yeah. play it legally. Well, and I, think uh, that, and- I think people are getting frustrated with the fact that all of these companies hold rights to all of these games and they release them like when they feel like it. That's why piracy is so bad. That's why people download ROMs and they download uh, TV series and everything else that people download. Um, so piracy exists is because they can't get it in a way that they sometimes they can't get it at all without pirating it like can you can you get a copy of uh i don't know some random obscure nes game from 1987 anymore probably not unless you buy unless you go find the physical cartridge or you download the rom 
And one of the ones like this is, and some of them aren't even super duper obscure. Like you say, oh, Nintendo. Nintendo has the Nintendo Switch Online, which has some really great games. The Nintendo Switch Online has done some really cool stuff. It it brought out Super Mario Advance 4, I think. I don't know. Whichever Super Mario Advance, it has Super Mario Bros. 3, plus all the additional content. Yeah, yeah. Which was impossible to get if you got super if you got this game originally to get all those additional levels the only way you could do it was is digitally on the wii u and now and you can't do that anymore uh because that's been shut down but on the switch you can get this so that's great but there are games like for me star tropics 2 star tropics is on the nintendo switch online i did a video on it years ago Okay. I'm 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 plugging our YouTube channel like nobody's <laughs> business today. Like it's a leaky valve or something. Plugging it like a leaky. <laughs> there are worse analogies I could have done. Uh, but like, there's a sequel. It's not super big, but there's no way to get this game anywhere. I don't even know how much does it cost if I try to get it on eBay. Maybe it's not that expensive, but still, trying to get a game on eBay that works. Our tropics. Yeah, but if you just Google Star Tropics ROM, you can download the ROM, open an emulator, and be done with it in 30 seconds. You could have it on your computer. So, just, so yeah, so I can get... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I, I can get it for like $20. You can get it uh, from what I'm seeing uh, from DK Oldies, which... Uh, yeah. Oh. They're a bit... Yeah. Yeah sketchy but but you can get star tropics 2 for about 20 dollars. but it's on an nes and here's the thing most people don't have functioning nes's anymore Um, i have an nes it does not work i have to get it fixed i don't know how to fix it myself i have a functioning one uh i mean you could do the retron which i've used i have a retron but it's not technically the same thing yeah um it's not it's te- it does some stuff that isn't actually playing the game as it as original which is it works but still it's a thing that's an is, emulator it downloads the wrong yeah it's way. an emulator that is yeah. glitchy at best yeah uh, i've had positive and negative experiences with my retron but yeah but the thing is like uh, i think i think atari is one of the companies that does it right because atari release a 2600 plus where you can use old cartridges in here and it outputs to modern output you know i'm holding up 2600 plus in case you know since we're an audio podcast in case you can't see it (laughs) but and i mean and why does atari do that because atari has no other choice nobody's buying atari's games well they do put out like the the collections and stuff which are really good and they you know really comprehensive but it's so hard to find these games that you kind of turn, a lot of people have to turn to piracy because that's the only way. But your average consumer who wants to go play these games is not going to turn to piracy because of two reasons. One, it's called piracy, so it feels really wrong to do. Yeah. But two, which I think is what people forget when they're like, ah, just pirate, just tore in it or whatever. Where do you go if you don't know where to go? To get yeah, uh, it's a, a little copy. more technically complex for most people. Most people don't yeah. have the, the technical know how to do it. So, a to get a copy that works. B 
to find a controller that you can work, even though, yeah, I have a, uh, I have controllers that I can Bluetooth to my computer. Like yeah, you can a, switch a, a controller. Yeah. You can get switch controllers to Bluetooth to your computer and work it that way. But it, that does take a little bit of work. Yeah. Uh, but also like, how do you get, you got to have the emulator, you got to get it all working right. And you got to make sure you don't get the one that has the viruses that will destroy your computer. Yeah. And you don't know if you're going to get that. So, so uh, piracy aside, is not an option for a lot of people. I mean, it's, it's not, but physical media is. Yeah. So, the, the, so here's, I guess like what inspired this conversation for me was that, um, you know, all the physical rental stores have gone out of business, Blockbuster and yep. Movie Gallery and all of the other ones. And then uh, um, Netflix has stopped doing their DVD rental program yep. where you can rent the DVD and, you know, uh, definitely not, you know, rip it from the from the blu-ray and nobody ever did that put, what it, are you talking about? put it into your plex uh media server definitely had no experience doing that me and donnie both uh, or um uh the uh the the best buy thing where they decided to stop selling first of all they stopped selling cds a few years ago and they stopped selling dvds now and then pretty soon i think with the next generation of of game consoles i think they're all going to be digital only so there won't be any more physical games yep. with whatever follows up the xbox or ps5 or yeah uh, xbox i think is basically moved to that it'll be interesting to see because they did two versions right they did the uh, i think ps5 might have done two versions where you have the one that yep. and where it's either you put it in a disc or you don't have the disc option and seeing yeah. which one sold better yeah. and if the discless option sells well enough it's telling them that they don't need to it didn't nobody wanted the series s xbox because uh, Series S was series s is a little white one that was that's basically just it's for game pass which is like xbox's streaming service yeah the problem with game pass is for example i own a copy of fallout 3. i own the game of the year edition that has all the dlc right and Fallout 3 didn't win game of the year well, there was a game, the game of the year edition. What is the game of the year edition? Is this a Scott the Waz? This is a Scott the Waz episode. Listen to me, okay? <laughs> Sorry. I downloaded. So I I put all this stuff in my Xbox. I was logged in. So Xbox and you know Microsoft, they know that I have the game of the year edition of Fallout 3 with all the DLC, right? But if I go to Game Pass, I can't play Fallout 3 with all the game of the year stuff with all the DLC and everything. I can only play the base game Fallout 3 on Game Pass which is the issue with Game Pass because it doesn't have any option for any of the add-ons that make the game uh, complete or comprehensive, especially in a situation like with, with Fallout or some other game that relies heavily on DLC that round out the story. Um, but I have that physical, this physical version of the game, so I can play that on my Xbox Series X. So I don't think that the, 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 the online only, no physical, drive consoles are going to do nearly as well as the ones that then yeah. especially if the ones are like the the xbox series x has some level of backwards compatibility the ps5 does too the ps5 is backwards compatible to i think the ps4 and maybe some of the other ones i forget but and i mean 
Nintendo can never do a truly complete backwards compatible console for several reasons. Nintendo's always been the let's try this random thing. Yeah. And it's uh, it's like putting 3DS games on the Switch. It does not work. People want them, but it would not work well. Maybe the Switch 2 can have uh, 3DS games. But like Xbox and PS should have better options of being, being able to do that. But apparently it's not as easy as it looks in the backwards compatibility, which almost makes the cons doesn't mean just having physical media games. You need the consoles. You need working consoles. As I said earlier, like my Nintendo Entertainment System does not work. I need a working Nintendo Entertainment System because how else am I going to play my, my physical CDs if I don't have that? Your physical CDs? What do you mean? My physical media. My physical <laughs> video physical games. Physical games. <laughs> Nintendo, very, only two... Two consoles? Two consoles technically use CDs. Because the GameCube, I don't think that was called a CD. It was a really tiny CD. I want to talk real quickly about the other benefit of physical media that you can't yes. get. No matter how many times you pirate or do anything else, you can't get this benefit of it. The, the fact that you can physically hold it and you have a manual or the artwork on a vinyl record or anything, the fact that it's there with you, that you know that this is your game, and no matter how many times Nintendo or netflix or anything else pulls it off their platform you still have that physical copy of that game that's irreplaceable so that's, i feel like for 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 things for franchises or for you know movies or albums that you absolutely love you should have those on, on physical. Yes. yeah and uh, i hope you enjoyed that adam's discussion there sponsored by my phone going off i didn't hear it so oh you didn't good good no. good Maybe they didn't hear it on that or the the ringer going off. I muted it, but yeah, you should buy. Like I, as I said earlier, I have Blossom Tales two. I have two versions of Blossom Tales two. I have opened neither version. It's your only physical game that you have, right? It's my only physical. It's the only one I mentioned. Well, the reason why is because like some like some some games you can get and you will always have access to like the original Legend of Zelda or a Link to the Past. Nintendo will always put out some access to that game. They're never going to let go of that game. You're pretty much going to have access to it because it's so iconic a part of their series. But these indie games are not. These indie games mean nothing to the big console makers. So you have to, you have to do it. You're, you have to like, you have to go out your way to make sure you get access to this stuff. But there are games where I keep... The, the, I did open my original Blossom Tales because I want to see all the cool stuff inside. And I'll eventually open my Blossom Tales 2, I think, so I can look inside and see all the cool stuff, see all the artwork and all that, because I don't think there's any point of just holding on to it sleeved for me. But for some people, I can see why you would want to do that because um, it's still cool to have, to hang up, to show, and be like, I bought this yeah. and I supported this. I didn't just stream it on Spotify where the artist got three cents for Not, every no. 10 million it's views. Zero, 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 three cents. It's for like, every 10 million views? For some, yeah, something like that. Yeah, It's yeah. so out there. Like, what is, I think it's, um, is it Napster that gives like the best rights? I don't think Napster's right around now? anymore. Oh, is it gone officially? I think it's Apple, to- I think Apple Music is the best pay rate. Yeah. But, or yeah, Deezer they don't or give- some other obscure one like that. They don't give good rights to the, and I don't like the streamers that well because you, it's. 
it's weird is, is has substantially this is my personal opinion about music streaming has ruined the quality of music that's being output i think there are a few genres where they still have um an emphasis or a level of importance about the album um and they see yeah. the album as a cohesive work of art um but in mainstream pop music and i say pop music not just referring to like taylor swift and katie Perry, i'm also talking about like anything that's radio friendly whether it's bro country or pop rap or trap music or any of the other mainstream genres drake doesn't give a shit about putting out an album drake will just put out as many streamable pieces of shit that he can uh go ahead and it's it's gotten that way in the indie scene you can't put out albums because nobody's going to be able to that just doesn't work anymore you have to like put out you have to write singles and you you make like two or three and you record like two or three at a time and so artists now when we were kids well back when i was a kid but in the i feel like the 90s felt the 80s 90s and aughts were like heydays for the album yeah um even the set the 60s was the single era and the 70s i think was kind of the switch over but the 80s 90s and aughts were big albums where they would put out an album and then you wouldn't get any new music from that artist for like three years yeah and they would put out another album it'd be so big when the first single came out but now you just have artists that have to put out like a song every two months yeah a new song and it has to be the best song they cannot have thematic albums anymore they cannot have like low songs that are just really good songs but are not going to do well on streamers yeah they all have to be singles and that's just you can't have album cuts or b-sides or any of that stuff yeah yeah even in the 60s there were b-sides sometimes the b-sides were better sometimes they were trash it didn't matter they had b-sides you don't have b-sides everything has to be an a plus side now yeah yeah well not like that but but saying that implies that the music is better but and again it's just my elder millennial lens i'm seeing things through um there are some artists who who are who are newer artists who are really really good and i spend a lot of time digging through music like i spend a lot of time probably a couple hours every week on fridays when new music comes out just digging through the new music playlists and digging through my release radar on Spotify, just trying to figure out what's new. And I'll go to those artists and I'll look at their stuff. So there's maybe 15 newer artists, newer being within the past like 10 years that I can consistently go back to out of how many newer artists have actually come out. So it's, and it's not for me like of trying. I'm not an elder millennial that thinks that the music I grew up with is the music that the only music that was good, like I don't still listen to Semisonic. I mean, I do still listen to Semisonic, but I don't say that Semisonic's closing time was the was the pinnacle of music. You know what I mean? Or Nirvana's Nevermind was the pinnacle of music. But so I, but and I try, but it was just, so hard to find good quality stuff. It isn't just disposable shit. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just anybody it's not the can artist's record. fault. It's no. not the artist's fault. It's the industry that we've that we as a society have decided we that we we enjoy. Yeah, yeah. TikTok, the TikTok TikTokification of uh, and commodification of music. And I think it's important to realize, like with the music, it's not something to remember. It's like 
the stuff this started shifting as millennials got older. Millennials may be the reason this is the problem. So we can't be like, oh, back in the 90s, everything was great. How dare these kids do this? We're the people who did this. Yeah. We yeah. are the ones who started buying into this. We bought the subscription services. And today it's not. Before all that, we downloaded the singles on Napster. We downloaded yeah. Green Day's Basket Case on Napster. <laughs> and we're the ones who are buying the streaming services for our kids now. It's not Gen Z who's doing this. They're not no. paying for this. It's millennials and Gen X, some Gen Z. But it's mostly millennials who are in the age that's paying all this money out there. And maybe we are paying it for our kids, but we are still paying it for our kids. Those yeah. of us who have like kids who are doing streaming. I don't have a kid who's doing streaming services. Well, not yet, um, you know. No, but eventually, and I don't even know what that'll look like. Maybe Spotify won't be around. Everything no, goes Spotify so will still be around. They're so, yeah. They have such a, uh, they've got the, the, the industry by the balls, basically. Which is why yeah, everybody but, complains about what they pay, but then nobody does anything to change it. So, But I mean, like, there's always been some the, the thing that had the industry. We had Facebook was the hugest thing ever, and then it fell off. Twitter was amazingly huge, and it's falling off. Yeah. And people are going to, and because you're like, oh, you need a lot of money. Well, somebody is going to build the new social media thing. Like... TikTok is huge right now. TikTok does not pay well to its creators. Yeah. And if it continues to pay worse than like YouTube, because apparently YouTube pays better than TikTok, if it continues to do that, your creator is going to learn it and they're just going to ship. They're just going to jump ship to whatever pays better. And then suddenly TikTok has lost all its major people. Well, it and should. Is, yeah. And, it, and if it loses all its major people, all the fans are going to slowly start going with it and you're going to get more and more trash on the site and then nobody's going to care anymore. Twitter is the example. When you lose all your people yeah. to other things, you get trash on the site because when you lose your range of people and you lose your advertisers, you lose everything. Yeah. I did like Elon Musk's attitude toward Disney with that interview that he did. Did you see that? I did not. They, were, they asked him about... Uh, was he worried about losing advertisers or something like that? He was like, basically like, no, I don't care if people don't want to advertise. And uh, he said something about whatever the CEO of Disney's name is. Like, uh, he was like, Bob, Bob go go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, Bob. Like, he's like, I just appreciate that attitude. Like, because Disney's it's pretty so, fucking terrible. Um, yeah, D Disney's terrible. Elon Musk is pretty terrible too, and a lot of the stuff he does. Oh yeah, yeah, no, they're all it's they're all fucking. Yeah, it's billionaires whining at each other. Why are billionaires like the whiniest people you'll ever meet? It feels <laughs> that way. They they have the ego. They have the ego of a of an egg dropping twenty feet. Yeah, <laughs> like it's once it hits the, anything that pushes against it, it just cracks. No, I I but, equally despise all of them. Uh, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates. I despise all of them. Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, it's I, like when, I, I'm, I'm, I'm regretful that I have to live in a world where they're the ones that are in power. It's, yeah. it's aggravating. It was like when uh, Disney and Florida were fighting each other because Disney said, don't say gay in Florida. It's like, how dare you be that way? Which is, yeah, Florida is a cesspool apparently. But it was yeah. like, oh no, Florida's going to put in some things that's going to hurt Disney. And Disney's going to do some stuff that's really going to screw over Florida. 
oh boy, two rich, yeah, rich yeah, yeah. white guys yelling at each other. Who do I, which side do I choose? Popcorn. Yeah. Or, or just like not pay attention to it, which is my, yeah. kind of my choice. This is just, it's like, it's dumb. Like, no, no, we, I don't pick sides on this. They're both evil. I hope they take each other down together. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. If like only that I mean taking the rest of us down with them because yeah. Amazon's a huge employer. Tesla's a huge employer. Disney's a huge employer. So no. the side effect of that is um, when Twitter it's, and all these other companies lay off so many people, then and then and what we do is we find the next thing to build up and it's the freaking south park episode of the big box store south park episode oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. from this is this is my elder millennial talking i have not watched me south park episodes and this is one of this and i think it's from the 90s possibly or the 2000s i don't know but basically they take down walmart yeah which is spelled w-a-l-l i believe completely Yeah, yeah 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 Yeah. yeah, wall as in a wall marked very different from Sam Walton's Walmart, not the same. And they like it gets too big, and so they burn it down and they start going to the local store and they build it up into its thing. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. it gets too big and they burn it down, yeah, uh, because it gets too big. This Walmart, the original Walmart, was just a small time corner shop in Bentonville, Arkansas. Thank yeah. Bentonville. Same for McDonald's, which is just the thing in, um, well, you know who you know what company really owns America right now. It's not Walmart. It's not Tesla. It's not Disney. It is Amazon, but also fucking Dollar General is the one that really owns. <laughs> Dollar <laughs> they're stores. The ones, they're the ones that really have a grasp on majority of uh, Americans. They're the ones that are plopping stores in the middle of hundred person towns in the middle of Wyoming yeah. and Arkansas and shit. It works. Yeah, uh, the Dollar General. Uh, what is it? Dollar General, Dollar Tree, and Dollar. What's the other one called? Family Dollar. In there, in there, another Dollar one. There's Family Dollar. Family Dollar. Yeah. 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 So the three of them like fighting each other. I wonder if they're actually owned by the same person. Probably. I, I think no, no. Dollar General and Dollar Tree. I think are the same. They're the same company. I think. So I can't remember if Dollar general is still is he- where it's headquartered hold on one second i believe i know where it's headquartered i think it's in norfolk or chesapeake virginia hold on dollar general okay i was right it's in goodlettsville tennessee is where it's headquartered is it goodlettsville okay it's goodlettsville if you okay so this is going to be for the nashville folk some of y'all know we're we're nashville folk if you're going toward Rivergate, you'll see this big hill. You'll see a big hill on the exit on Rivergate on 65, where Vietnam Vets is, and you'll see yeah. this big building, and that's the Dollar General headquarters. They'll say Dollar General. That's right. Yeah, 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 that's right. But they also have corporate offices, like a few a few exits down, that yeah. are in an old big box store. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. converted an old big box store into a Dollar General corporate offices or something. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's like no. so Dollar General. I so here's the thing. Uh, I don't know how I feel about. This I don't know problem. where we got. <laughs> well, we're off. We're off the rails now. But we're off the about- rails. Physical media. <laughs> Dollar General. Dollar General does show have some physical media. Yeah, they have like two dollar movies, DVDs from the '90s and stuff, or video games for like your your Wii U. But anyway, 
Um, oh, right, Dollar we'll Tree that. is Norfolk. Was started in Norfolk. That's where it is. Okay, okay. You got right, the wrong really dollar store. How dare you? <laughs> well, we've only got 10 minutes left on this recording, so we need to wrap it oh. up. Yeah. So, all right, physical media. We're back. To, all right, let's catch physical media. So, let's basically, let's, let's summarize what we decided. We decided that streaming services, while in some ways essential, are generally awful. Yep. Uh, whether it's video game streaming services or Netflix or Spotify, they're generally pretty awful. They they do the lowest common denominator, which is yes. a very common thing where they have to get the most people to want to play it, which means you get the generic. You get yeah. some of the big games, like you get your Mario's, you get your Fallout's, certain versions of the Fallout's, Yeah, we should say. But you also don't get any of the really cool out there stuff. I don't know. Is Parappa the rapper on some streaming service out there? Does Who? anybody even remember this game? Parappa the rapper? No, no nobody does. Yeah, never mind. Somebody who's listened to this podcast does, and that's me. I'm the one who's <laughs> this. But anyway, like, yeah, you get very lowest common denominator, which means everything has to sound kind of samey, which means musicians have to sound a certain way. They yeah. can't as edgy as they used to. Yeah, which is why country, country, quote unquote, country artists are using trap beats in their in their songs because that lines up well with you can you play Luke Bryan's song back to back with a Drake song and it won't sound too off, you know. So, which is unfortunate. But, so, physical media is still a necessity. It's still a necessity to hold on to this stuff, but not just the media, not just the CDs, not just the video games, but the players. Because the CDs are useless if we cannot play the CDs and they're yeah. not making phys- physical media players anymore. As it's I'm not, over here holding. It's not as often. Yeah, I'm holding on to one of the coolest things I have, which is a floppy disk. A USB floppy disk drive. Yep. US, well, I've got it hooked up to go to, into my Mac, but a floppy disk drive that hooks up to That's USB. a USB C floppy disk drive, too. Very It's fancy. not. Oh, it's not. Oh, you got an adapter. Okay, okay. I just ha- I've been using it. Seeing I have a bunch of floppy disks that I've been trying to see if there's anything on them. Yeah, but yes, and that would be fair fancy. And so we don't we don't really care that Best Buy and Blockbuster decided to stop doing physical media and why Blockbuster went out of business and Redbox is terrible. We don't care about any of that. Because we'll still find a way to get a hold of the stuff that we want to get a hold of. And if it's not available on physical media, then I'm not advocating to pirate it, but you you enjoy the stuff that you want to enjoy. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> on a, Adam, uh, on his own thing that's not associated with InPencil, we'll do a <laughs> how to find media online. <laughs> Just make sure you have your ad blocker turned on whenever you do it. Um. <laughs> So, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about that? Oh, that's pretty much all. I think that's a. And this is, is almost Christmas time. This is our Christmas special. And the reason why we bring this up at Christmas time is because it just happened to be the first time we're able to talk uh, in a few months. But also, you're buying stuff for people this year. Think about do you want to buy the digital version or the physical version of that? No. You should go out and buy your grandfather who used to listen to the Beatles in his heyday, a copy of the new Now and Then single on 7-inch vinyl. Yes. You know? Do that. 
So he can break out his old record player out of the attic and and hook it up to his to his speakers and listen to some new Beatles music if if he doesn't have hearing aids, you know, or if he can still hear. But if he yeah. can't still hear, then guess what? That seven inch record probably comes with a lyric sheet. So he can at least read lyrics to the, the, the John Lennon song that was never released. It was released several times, just never officially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So, like, this isn't a song that important. We were gonna do a song. We were gonna do a video on the now and then, but we never got to it. Oh well. Everybody else has already said the things we were gonna say. So. All right. Well, I think we're done here. Uh, thank you for listening to the In Pencil Podcast. I've been Adam. Yes. I've been Jess. Next time we're doing our year in review. That's right. Music. We're doing our, our music countdown. The top 50 songs of the year. Yes. Right? Or top 25 of each of us. And we just yes, pile them nice together song. as a top 50. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll be doing our music review countdown. And that'll be probably after Christmas when that'll come out. Yep. Because why do it before Christmas? Listen to your Christmas music. Jingle yeah. bells at all. Mariah you Carey. Nine more days or eight more days. days. I don't know when this is coming out. Life is not written in ink. We change, we grow, we make mistakes, we learn, and eventually we fade away. Life is written in pencil. Thank you for listening to the In Pencil Podcast. <laughs>